At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. Monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Yo, so one of the number one questions I get is, yo, Cyrus, how do I scale in this industry? Now, one of the things I'm sure that most of y'all have realized is how people talk about jumping across different companies in order to scale in tech. Uh, but I'm actually a proponent of telling people, hey, yo, if you actually even just stay at your company, there's still opportunity for you to scale. And people are like, well, what does that actually look like? Well, my guest that I have here is going to be able to touch on that for us. So I want to introduce y'all to my guest, John Wood. What's happening? Bruh, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm happy to be on, man. It's nice in here. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm, I'm always laughing in the mic, and I get in trouble for laughing in the mic because okay, my okay. laugh is too loud. Not not your laugh. That's my laugh. Okay. I, I get in trouble for that. Uh, bro, ma'am. Dude, I'm so happy for you to be here, man. Yeah. You know, not even just as as a guest for a tech is a new black, uh, but just, you know, just as a homie, you know, just for you to kind of, you know, be in the space and everything. It's always good to see you, you know, always been good vibes and stuff to see you, man. And, uh, you know, now we're not just, you know, brothers in poetry. Now we're not just yeah. brothers in Christ. It's like, yo, like also like brothers like in this tech space. Yeah, as man. Well. It's big. Yeah, man. So let's jump into it, dude. Bruh, how many, how many times have you gotten promoted at your company? Man, like three, like in a really yeah. short period of time. So you've been in four different positions, or four, four. So you started off in one spot, moved up three times. Three times, yeah. That's crazy. And in what like window of time did most did all of those happen? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I started um, as a product owner. Okay, like, that's why I came as a technical product owner, and that was January 2020, right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then I think maybe a year later, March. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, about March or so of 2021, I got promoted to a product manager. Mm -hmm. Then I moved to senior like three months later. Yeah, I remember, I remember seeing that. One. I remember yeah. looking on your LinkedIn. I was like, you got promoted and then three months later got yeah. promoted again? Yeah, to senior. And then like this year, I made, wait, it's 2022? I yeah. made manager. I made like, yeah, so now I'm a manager. Okay, so what? So is that manager of product management? Yeah, yeah, manager of product management. That's why, and you ain't even updated that on your LinkedIn. Nah, it's not. I'm gonna tell you. So I'm gonna tell you. So I'm gonna keep it, keep it a buck with you. So I did like a, a little webinar joint recently. Yeah. Where, uh, one one of 
part of one of the days of the webinar, I was showing people like how to utilize LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you know, and I forget, I was I was talking through people's LinkedIn's and, and we had a sidebar where we started talking about scaling in tech. And then I sh I went to show them your LinkedIn. I was like, man, y'all think I'm capping like woo woo. So I went to show them your LinkedIn and then you don't even have on your LinkedIn that you're a manager of product. You ain't even showed your stuff on there yet. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't know. I kind of forgot. I didn't forget. I just be like, <laughs> you know, you know if you know, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's like, yo, yeah. it, I ain't got to put that joke yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I I need to, though. I yeah. need to. Though. My, my company do be heavily on LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, and people, like, they meet you. And immediately they go and like add you on LinkedIn. It's yeah. like you know, that's, that's definitely like, a thing. Yeah, it's like the new like just like Instagram. Yeah, vibe. it really is. It tech. really is. I know. Um, LinkedIn is doing some some fire stuff. I know the CEO and then we're talking through some stuff where they're trying to work through. Uh, they're they're trying to work through doing a, a bunch of different things. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, bro. So like, let, let's talk about like, dude. Like, how how did you do that? Yeah, I think the the biggest thing that I learned is. Okay, so I'm a product manager. Mm -hmm. So the first thing, like, you have, you gotta, you gotta know the product really well. Like, yeah. if you're in tech, you know, what I'm saying whatever you sell, whatever you're doing, and maybe you're, you know, maybe you're not in product, but maybe you're in professional services mm -hmm. or whatever you're in, you need to learn the product very, very well. Okay, you know, what I'm saying that's number one. Number two, you need to focus your mindset on serving people. Okay, like. How can I serve? Like, how can I just not come and do my job, but I'm actually have a service mindset and to the point that I'm solving problems for other people? Yeah. Like, my job is to come here and to serve, but also to solve problems for other people, you know? And I would say that third thing is that getting promoted, you know, like now I'm sitting in a manager seat, yeah. I'm in manager meetings, and I understand what managers are looking for. It's like, you know, I've been in tech since I was 23 years old. You know, and I was never I was never a manager. I was never any of those things. That's I was kind of just moving through it and now finally getting in that seat and being like, dang, this is what managers are really looking. This is what they really care about. What? How, how has that affected your perspective on things? It make you want to go harder. Like, dang. you know, what I'm saying it make you like it make you want to be like a leader for real. Like, it, you know, it, it really does make you want to go harder. You be like, mm -hmm. dang, to sit in a seat like the, like a director seat or like a SVP seat or, you know, whatever these seats that people are sitting in, like you just really do have to be a certain type of person. Or, you know, what's wild. There are different things that, that change, change people a lot. You know, like, you know, might see somebody, you know, get serious about their walk with God or you'll see someone become, they'll get married or they'll have children. Like stuff yeah. like that yeah. where it – it changes them. It changes you. And, bro, I'm not going to lie, man. Dude, I've noticed, like, a serious, like, change in maturity in you. And, and you've never been an immature person by, by any stretch. But it's like I've noticed a notable maturity in you. Where I'm like, yo, what has happened to this dude? Yeah. And and now that you talk about it, you talk about you, your position, it's like, okay, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Because I'm sure it sounds like it matured you a lot. Yeah. Life is so much about, like, becoming the thing mm -hmm. like we've like we focus life because it's interesting enough like i feel like a lot of those like changes started happening in my job mm -hmm. once i started changed the way i thought like i think yeah. about what i'm doing and how i'm spending my time and how i'm showing up mm -hmm. and once i really started to see myself as the thing like this framework of like be do have 
Like, okay. because I become a certain white per- type of person, the way I think, I do certain things that other people don't do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I have what other people do not have. Ah, I love that. I love that. You know, and so we look at life as like, oh, I want to have stuff. Like, you know, we just see, oh, I got to do this to have. But a lot of people, they don't focus on being. Like, how do I become this way? How do I change the way I see myself? How do I change the way I think? You know, continuously. Yeah. And so then I'm becoming and therefore my actions follow and therefore the fruit of those actions show up. I love that. That's fire. So so in the realm we're talking about becoming, like what is someone like what does it mean to be a product manager? Yeah. Or to work in product? That's a good question. I think being in product is all about a lot of it is obviously it's creating solutions for people, right? But honestly, a big part of it is staying curious. Okay. It's like staying curious and getting as close to the person you serve as possible. Okay. How do I get close to, like, if I've solved problems, you know, for, you know, whoever my users are, you know, whatever it is, how do I get as close to these people? Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's kind of like, you know, people like Apple have done this really well, you know, like. They release a feature and you be like, talk going I knew I I needed that. You know what I'm saying? I needed <laughs> yeah. that. It's like they already knew that you needed it. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of it is just continuing staying so curious and getting so like it's that service mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I serve this particular person so well that now I'm releasing things and I'm adding value throughout my product, mm-hmm. you know, continuously, you yeah. know. So so for people who so for people who are who are listening, uh, or or those that are watching who don't even know like what is product yeah type of thing because yeah. a lot of people hit me up about about product man they're like hey sorry you know any boot camps programs do product management and and i like just from conversation with them i can tell i'm like you don't even know what it is yeah you just know you're gonna make good money you just know it's a chicken you ball. know yes that's, that's <laughs> you know so like can you talk to those people be like yo like just like th- this is what it is this is why it's valuable to a company yeah for sure so a lot of tech companies, um, they uh, most like tech companies, they start figuring out a problem that they want to solve mm-hmm. for, you know, I work for a company that works in sales tech, you mm-hmm. know. And so a lot of that is like, OK, we want to serve sellers. You know, that's who we serve. And so the product is a potential solution for that person's problem. Yeah. You know, and so now I'm creating, you know, a product, you know, for that person. Mm -hmm. And so um, anything that you're using, you know, a lot of times on your phone, apps, you know, are products. Yeah, that's true. There are products that a particular company owns. Mm -hmm. And these are different solutions, you know, for, you know, the problems they're trying to solve for their users or their personas that they are looking to, you know, solve problems for. Can you give any any examples? Maybe, Maybe not B2B. Because uh, I know m- most people listening are, you know, all of us in general, we, we use different platforms, different apps and stuff. So I guess if you could use like a product, uh, you could use a company and maybe use one of their products or one of their features as an example. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, So is, is Shopify a good example? I think so. I think so. Real, you nod your head, is Shopify a good example? She gave a thumbs. She's like, right, thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah, let's go with it. Let's go with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
So no secret, I, I run it like another business. Yeah, yeah, I run a, another business. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. And yeah. so my company, we use Shopify as a product. Mm -hmm. It's an e-commerce platform yeah. that businesses use to make websites. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and so this like Shop Shopify has a particular product. You know, this e-commerce platform they use, mm -hmm. and that's the product that they yeah. sell. You know, and so there are product managers who own different parts of that product. Yeah. And because of that, you know, as, you know, Shopify or wherever companies, as they begin to roll out new features for those particular products that my company uses, and this could be as simple as like orders, how we see our orders and everything. Mm -hmm. I click the order screen, what's there, what's available, what can I do, can I refund an order? So I guess like really detailed. Yep, stuff. it's very, very detailed. And so a product person, is probably figuring out what does you know there's a john out there who wants to know you know who wants to manage his orders mm -hmm. what type of solutions can we make in this product for him and a product manager is deciding what those features are yeah i always tell people like people oh what is it what does a sales engineer do and i'm like yo like we 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 demo or do a presentation on most people, a lot of people are like what's demo like we do a presentation of our company's products to a prospect, a, a customer, someone who's interested, and we, we tailor the demo to them. Yep. But we demo the company's product. Like sometimes, you know, it's, it's a, you know, we're, sometimes we're called solutions experts, just like someone would be mm -hmm. a product expert. Like we're, we're supposed to be product experts where we do a presentation over the product. But it's like many times people say, hey, can your product do this or can your company's technology do this? And if it can't, Many times we're like, okay, cool. We have to, you know, we have to send it up the send it up the pipeline, send it yeah. up the chain, and then usually it's the the product managers who get that. And they're like, okay, cool. This is a feature request that people, a lot of people have been asking for. How do how do y'all determine? This is what I want to know. How do y'all determine? Because because as a company, or just your team in general, y'all have a crap ton of stuff that people are asking for your technology to do. You know, um, like I kind of think about like with uh, with Instagram, like when they came out with Reels, yeah. And when they first came, they 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 rushed, they definitely rushed it. But it was like when they first came out with it, there were some things on it it couldn't do. Yeah. And in my mind, working in tech now, I'm like, okay, I get it now. I'm like, you know, the product team is probably trying to pick and choose which things matter, what should come first, what extra little feature or nugget should be added onto Reels, type of thing. But it's like, yo, like. I, how do you make a decision on what 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 you're gonna have the the team of engineers focus on to actually develop? Yeah, you really wanna. It's yeah, it's all about what we call prioritization, like mm -hmm. making priority. You know what is a priority? A lot of times you're looking for at ways that you can solve big pain points mm -hmm. with a like what is this big pain point mm -hmm. and how can I solve it with as minimum effort as possible. Like, can I just move this around? Can we just add this pop up right here? Do we yeah. need to, you know, how can I, you know, okay, so that's, you're always going to do those features first. Mm -hmm. Big pain, you know, but not a whole lot of time that it takes to do it. And so then you're just evaluating, like, okay, and if, you know, if it's also a big pain, but it takes a long time, okay, well, we might, you know, that, you know, that's yeah, a bigger yeah. project. And so what's the trade off? Now is deciding what am I not going to do? Because I've decided to do this. That's good. So it's kind of like, okay, 
you probably prioritize big pain, but it's an easy fix. It's easy for us mm-hmm. to fix that. Yeah. And it's a big pain. Yeah. So yeah, let's do that. But then it's like, okay, big pain, hard to fix. It's like that small pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you're yeah. categorizing, like how you how you're making those decisions. I would probably suck in product because I'm not I'm not even gonna cap. I think the thing I actually like when when I make my my daily schedule throughout the day, nine times out of ten there are two to three things that I had on my my task list that I didn't get done, and I'm, I'm I keep finding I'm like yo those are actually the most important things. Most important it actually thing just hit me yesterday. I said yo bruh, you prioritize the things that are most important. And so listening to you talk, I'm like ah yeah I probably would have said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's hard. It's definitely a hard decision. Yeah. You know it's you it's just constant decision making and like pressure. You know what I'm saying from either users like i work with partners so like partners they want stuff done the business wants uh, other things done the pressure is getting worse (laughs) (laughs) that part exactly so yeah that's really that's really what you're always juggling like so speak i mean even on juggling like like you're not just juggling those decisions at your job like you're juggling like so you're you're moving up Mm-hmm. At your company, killing it, doing fire stuff, making these decisions. Yeah. But also, in the spirit of juggling, you are also juggling being a business owner. Yeah. And you are creative as well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're you're a poet. You're you're a creative. It's not like it's like something kind of off to the side type yeah. of thing. It's like yo, it's something that's actually like popping. Like you have a team, things like that. So yo, how do you juggle both? Yeah. It's it's back to that word like time management prioritization yeah. like. How can, you know, deciding what are the most important things for me to get done? Like, you know, while I'm at work, um, I think it's, it, work used to be, oh, okay, I'm kind of like, oh, I can get, you know what I'm saying, some other stuff done, you know what I'm saying, woo, woo, woo. It's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm a manager, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in these seats. Yeah. Like, I, like, talk to, like, our CPO of our, of our business Sheesh. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that level of like accountability and people looking mm-hmm. at my work. Has that has that done anything to where so you know you're you know, you're you're a black man and mm-hmm. has that done anything to where now you're positioning are there any conversations around like best practices as to how you navigate things even outside of work on social like you don't be wilding on social media. Yeah, yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. be like at a strip club type of thing. <laughs> but, but it's like but it's like, yo, like, are those conversations and things that happen? As far as, like, how I, like, my, like, perception, like, how I Yeah, how myself. you move, like, even even outside of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always been like that, though. Like, yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. I've always been, try to do my best to be, um, I don't know, I want to say move discreetly, but, you know, move with wisdom, you yeah. know what I'm saying, about what I feel like I got to show people what I do or what mm-hmm. I got going on or, mm-hmm. you know, I've always, like, but people are watching Cause you you, you was being real discreet. Uh, I know um, when I when I I got my car when I got my uh, my new car, and then you was kind of sitting like you was like man you was like ah, I'm gonna hold off I'm gonna hold off. You finally was like, let me go ahead. And let, co- me go ahead that, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead. You got that that uh, new Mustang right? Yeah, the electric the one. Yeah, the Mach-E. That joint is fire. Yeah, it's nice. It is fire. Speaking of speaking of a tech, that's technology in and of itself. But yeah, that's that's a whole a whole another conversation. Yes. So. So yeah, so you, you've you've always moved um, moved in a certain way of of being discreet, uh, but just kind of in the vein of 
of being a creative, being a business owner, being being a manager, like you're wearing all of these di different um, hats. So you touched on how you've like navigated that in terms of like time management, yeah. in terms of like it's going back to even being in product, you making decision, okay, what priority, like what the priorities of certain things. But it's like, yo, like as a creative, I guess it's like, how do you navigate being a creative being an entrepreneur, which entrepreneurialism in and of itself is a bit of creative, like energy type of thing. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that? But then also having such like rigorous structure of working in tech, working corporate, being a manager. So it's like, like, how do you navigate that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like what I'm learning is facilitating like time towards the your like the parts of you that like a part like parts of your makeup. Like mm -hmm. so, if you know that okay i need to listen to at least x amount of business videos and acumen and content yeah. a week that's what i need to be feeding on like i know i need to get on tiktok for an hour and look at the newest trends so i can talk to my social media manager about it but you know like it's like finding those time pockets so it's like even though like as a believer like oh okay i'm going to spend time you know in the word because yeah. i know that's a part of me that needs to be fed mm -hmm. and so what i found is I am very strict about the content that I consume, you know, like your certain, you know, podcasts and videos or YouTube mm -hmm. channels really that I subscribe to. And I watch these people, mm -hmm. you know, and to make sure I'm getting that intake to keep me motivated, to yeah. keep me thinking, because that's the hardest thing about like, you know, being a leader or being in certain seats is like there is a several there's a certain level of, of information and wisdom that has to be in you at all times, Man. you know. And that's what you have to continue to be intentionally yeah. feeding. So you got to constantly pour into yourself. Correct. Yeah, so so that way you have stuff to pour out. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. It's so interesting, like, you know, like us being believers, I understand that in terms of, you know, like ministering, where it's like, yo, you got to pour in yourself, woo 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 but, but I guess seeing that in the same vein in terms of, one, being a business owner, but then also you, yeah, being in your, your leadership position at your company, that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, one of the things I've noticed is that the, the, the less I've been around poetry so so uh for y'all who are uh everybody listening and watching uh, john and i actually met because um i used to be a poet i used to be a spoken word artist and we met in those circles we kept bumping into each other at events and then one thing led to another and yep. it's just like yo like we're just we're just cool and yeah one thing i've noticed is that i'm like because at first i couldn't stand the idea of business i couldn't stand the idea of like it just bored me so yeah, much yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that bored me tech like it was like what is that yeah. and uh, i remember like praying and asking god i was like yo because because i really i started seeing god nudge me in a direction and i was like yo god can you give me can you give me like the heart can you give me the passion for this that's good and it's really wild because kind of going to what you said like god led me the other direction he said yeah i'll do that he was like but you start reading these books you start you start putting in the work and now i realize i'm like oh through the work is where like the passion for it came. oh yeah because as as i like as i poured into myself now it's like it's like oh man i love it so much type of thing and so and, and i've noticed on the back like on the opposite side because i don't go to poetry events anymore uh, I've noticed, I'm like, man, I just don't care for it at all anymore. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go to, you know, Ezekiel's thing and yeah. all that. That's, that's going to be fire. That's going to yeah. be dope. But I'm just, so it, it is interesting, like, really what we feed. 
what we feel. I think a lot, so. a lot of creatives are like, well, well, no, like there's no way I could do that thing because I'm like this. And it's like, man, it's kind of like what you were saying. It's like, yo, if they feed that thing in themselves, they'd be surprised what they actually could develop. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. Like, I talked to, you know, and of course, like, to the other point where we're talking about how to manage is, you know, is, you know, we built a team with Black Forever, you yeah. know, and so that's been a blessing. So some of the, you know, thinking I can go give to other people, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the biggest thing is, like, decision overload. You have so many decisions to make yeah. all the time. So how can I hire people or bring people onto my team to think about this when I don't want to think about it or make Ooh. decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, y'all figure that out. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, really what should good. we, I, y'all go figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all, you know what I'm saying? We showing up for content day. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? I didn't think about it before we got here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I have an idea. You know, I have a thought or two, but what, what are we doing? So yeah. it's like, how can I offload decision makers to, decisions to the other decision makers mm-hmm. so now I can, you know, focusing on like leading, you know what I'm saying? And encouraging and coaching, you know, which are some of the biggest things about, I was like, I made a, I made a tweet one time. I said, you think launching a product, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. The people, you know, leading the team is harder. It's hard. The product is a, just a thing. Like you yeah, can manipulate it. You can change it. Yeah. You can. But people uh, are complicated. But people are complicated. Yeah. And they're always motivated by different things. Man, that's that's very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's so wild. As complex as technology is becoming, like people are still much more complex. Yeah, yeah, much more complex. Um, dude, like so, man, I I, I love talking to you, having this conversation. I'm actually kind of in this weird space right now. Like with everything we're we're uh, we're doing with uh Texas New Black. Like one of the things that I've been running into is like my social media, where like the DMs are just like crazy, crazy, crazy. And I'm I'm just I just can't keep it like I I've literally dedicated an hour every day to my DMs and I still I'm getting further behind I'm like this is madness so uh the the company the first company I worked at uh, Dialpad right before I left they integrated a, a technology where uh it's it's called Omnichannel that's like a, a kind of a, a big name uh, in the space overall but it's a technology uh or it's it's a product that essentially it allows a social media manager to just be on that one dashboard and if customers email text um send a dm on facebook on instagram twitter or on the company's website chat box yeah no matter where the customer's message at it'll all get filtered get to one into that one dashboard mm-hmm and like you know, demoing that it was it was brand new. I, I was like, "Yo, this joint is fire!" Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "This that. is crazy." They did that, and um, and I'm like, it, "It's funny." I actually, I actually had a meeting with Dialpad Friday, and I was like, "That's funny." I'm I'm about to be a Dialpad customer. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, so I'm about to uh, hire a, a, a virtual assistant. Um, you know, and and I'm like, they're literally gonna be using Dialpad's product. Uh, Shit, I need and, that too. And, and, and it's like it's it's, <laughs> it's really fire, bro. Yeah, it's I need great. that too. So any yo any of y'all who you a social media manager, yo you might want to start using it because one it'll help you. You you might be able to be a social media manager for like multiple companies, different people, but also you might want to use it because if you're not using it, and other companies start using it, they might be like, okay, we don't need two or three social media managers. We just need one person now. You might lose your job. So, so de- <laughs> definitely, 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 uh, kind of take that plug uh, when it um, when it comes to that. Uh, so, 
Yeah, so so listening to you talk about, you know, kind of like navigating those things and delegating, like some, I'm, I'm pretty trash at, at delegating. I'm the type of person where it's like, even when we were kind of doing stuff to kind of get set up here, I naturally am like, oh, I need to clean that up. I need to do this instead of letting someone do that. Because in my mind, maybe it's in my mind, I want to seem so fake humble because I'm, <laughs> I'm combating with this feeling of like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. seem like I'm not humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. let me whoop de whoop de whoop type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And it's like, man, like, how do you like let that go? Bro, that is literally the hardest thing to do mm-hmm. is to really one thing is you get people on your team who are better at things than you. Okay. That's the number one way you, you know, let that it That was go. easy. That was easy with Eric Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're better at it than you. Yeah. And so that's the first thing you do is like, mm-hmm. I, you know, let me find that. Let me find people who are better at those things. Like, definitely, that's a big thing. And then if you're talking about folks who are just helping you with smaller tasks and, like, more administrative things or kind of what they call, like, things that anybody can do, like package, package up orders or mm-hmm. stuff like that document stuff yeah document as much as you can like make documentation like a, like a business yeah. you know what i'm saying create documentation write it out to the t exactly how you did it or a video showing yourself doing it and mm. like bringing people in like hey yeah. this is how you do this thing yeah you know what i'm saying that's that's fire yeah that's good that's gonna be helpful for um even with the uh what i'm gonna do with the uh the omni channel thing i was talking about earlier so so you you've you've moved up a lot of the company when how old was your company when you when you came on? Like, was it? Or I think like eleven this, years or something like that. Okay, was it considered medium sized business? Yeah, like, it was less than five hundred people when I got there. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're like at about a little over eight hundred, maybe close to nine hundred people now. Okay, so so is that still considered medium sized? Is it medium sized till it hits a thousand? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So so for for, uh, for for those listening um or watching and you don't know like in. In industries in general, not even just tech, like most industries or companies are categorized by a very small business, small business, medium sized business, and then I think then it jumps to enterprise. Enterprise, right? like yeah. over a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Employees, I think it's enterprise. Um, yeah, so uh, so and and that that matters for for various different reasons. So I, I have a theory, and I, I want your opinion on this. Okay. So I have a theory. <laughs> so I found a site. I, I, I low key probably shouldn't be sharing this. Uh, I, I, sh- I shared. Uh, I just probably shouldn't be sharing. But whatever it is, we we can theorize. We can talk about it. So um, so someone put me on a on a site where you're able to. It's a site that investors usually find them, where you can see the top 100 startups. So and usually it, it categorizes them by uh by seed round, Series A, Series B. Mm-hmm. Uh, and y'all, y'all, YouTube, YouTube, what that means? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got a time to break that down. And so, but I saw this, and I was like, "Yo!" Like I understand investors. That's dope for investors. It's dope for d- different people for various reasons. But from my mind, I'm like, "Yo!" I think that's a hack for people who want to. Like it's like, "Yo!" If you get in at one of these companies, and the company is like Series A, Series B, like it's it's still a a. a SMB is a small, medium-sized business, not even really mid-market yet. It's like, yo, and you kill it at your job. Yeah, you could not just get promoted quickly. Like your your stock options. Yeah, you can, bro. Your, you can get vested. You go get that bread, man, bro. So, I, so again, this is something I was theorizing mm-hmm. about, and I was like, yo, I gotta talk to John about this yeah. and see like what he thinks about. Oh it. yeah, because our company yeah got like um, 
yeah, they sold off a big port part of the company mm-hmm. to like an investor or whatever, or whatever. You know, I don't know how all, how all that works. Yeah, I don't know how all, that all of it works, but yeah, yeah they sold like I a certain money. amount of options. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah, we got that. We got that payout, bro. Ooh. So did you, did you have uh, did you uh, exercise some of your stock options with your company? Not yet. I haven't exercised them yet, but they, okay. they yeah they're there. Yeah. So, so again, I'm 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 misusing the language. So not exercise stock options. Uh, this is probably probably people watching or listening. They like they like man, they didn't know they, they talking know about they stock, talking about, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yo, we in tech. We ain't, we ain't in. This ain't about stocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so. Um, so not exercise them, but so so you, you have you, yeah I do have stock have, options. Yeah, okay, I cool. do have stock options. Yeah, they That's come fine. through, you know, and they just like you know you acknowledge so you just, it. You just let yours rack up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the company goes public. Public, yeah. Do they yeah. have plans to go public any time? I think soon? so. Soon. Okay, cool. I don't yeah. know what soon is the word, but yeah. at some they point. always say like, oh, we're gonna go yeah. public. It's like, All yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. That's that's cool, man. man yeah. Shout out to your company. All right, so. All right, so we're going to go ahead and, uh, and move on to the uh, next segment where we are going to do something I'm really excited about doing. This is okay. going to be the first time doing this. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, a segment called Jetsons or Terminator. So uh, in this segment, we are looking at technology and addressing it as something that we think will make life better, like okay. the Jetsons. Okay. Or if we think it's going to bring on a Terminator, Terminator-like apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to react to it. We're going we to basically kind of read the, read the headline article and get a first reaction. You're not going to fully share if you think <laughs> okay. it's Terminator or whatever. Then we're going to kind of read through the rest of it and then kind of get like the, full, like the full spiel. Okay, cool. All right. So headline of this first one is that Meta's AI reads speech from your brain. So, uh, just off hearing that before you even dive into your face, <laughs> y'all, he, he did the he did the side eye uh, <laughs> for those listening. Uh, all right, so, uh, so kind of reading through this article from Silicon Angle, um, they put down uh, when people speak, they are thinking about how the words they are going to form with their mouths. They're thinking about the words they are going to form with their mouths. And in fact, it's not necessary to talk at all in order for the brain to form the activity involved in speech. Uh, That's important because the parts of your brain that control the mouth and the parts that involve understanding and forming language are separate. Researchers at Meta, um, Meta's platform, Facebook AI Research Labs, have been putting this knowledge along with artificial intelligence to work in order to learn how to assist people who have suffered traumatic neurological injuries that have left them unable to communicate through speech typing or gesture okay uh so fast forward uh however non-invasive techniques such as electro large word that i'm not gonna be able to read out (laughs) eeg magno tiano some other large word i'm pretty good at reading words but these are some large freaking words they brought them they brought them syllables on you man um super catch basically uh but no so to break it all down, so on one aspect, this is something. And Elon Musk has something similar. Uh, what the freak is it called? Um, Neuralink. Ne- yeah, thank you. Thank you. Neuralink. Uh, yes, Neuralink. So reading through this, because I actually didn't fully read through these. I was like, y'all, I want my reaction to be raw as well and real. So initially, I was thinking, oh, it's just for meta, where it's just people, you don't have to talk. People could read your thoughts. You know, which, yeah, I was going to lie, okay, whatever. But now reading through this, I'm like, oh, this is Neuralink. They low-key biting off yeah, Neuralink. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. But, so Neuralink, it goes further. So I guess now we can talk about this and Neuralink. Neuralink goes further where it's also about people who can't move. So people who are like para- paraplegics, they can't move. 
people who they can't move because it's something in their brain, Neuralink links that thing to the body part, like through tech. And literally people who usually can't move are able to move and get up and walk and stuff. So it's literally healing or fixing wild, really wild. And it's like, yo, that's really crazy. So in this whole conversation we're having, whether we're talking meta, Neuralink, whatever, it's like, yo, do you think that's Jetsons where it's like, yo, that's a fire future? Or do you see that as like, because on the other like, do, do you see that as like Terminator, Doomsday? Yeah. I can't. I'm like, am I? I can't think of a scenario right now where that would be bad. I can think of one. Okay, what's it? What is it? All right, if someone hacks it. So let's say. Oh yeah. So let's say a bunch of people have this in them, right? So they literally are able to move around, walk. You know, all, like someone who can't talk, they're mute, but 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 now they can speak, or they have something, some type of machine that that tell that speaks for them, whatever. It's like if if a hacker hacks a group of people. Oh, that sounds like Westworld. <laughs> I haven't seen Westworld. <laughs> oh, snap, you haven't? Oh, yeah, you got to go see it. Yeah. So that's the I mean, only, you got to watch it. That's yeah. the only scenario I could think of. But I guess just on paper, because I'm not trying to sway you at all. Yeah. Just on paper, do you say Jetsons or Terminator? I say Jetsons. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's cool, because I do feel like if that was the people in mind with that, that is what people with a lot of money, that like the type of like problems they should be trying to solve and yeah. they should be trying to help. Yeah, that is yeah. real, because... Yeah, I, I I love your perspective on that because it's it's like, yo man, y'all got all this money, all this technology. It's like, yeah, y'all doing all this stuff. It's like, right, y'all making TikToks, y'all making, y'all helping companies make money. It's like, man, do something that's really gonna help the less yeah, fortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that is, it, it, it's like, yo, that's even better than giving money because like the money gonna be spent and it's gonna go back to the rich folk. Yeah. It's like, man, but that's something that really helps folks. So yeah, yeah I agree with you. I think it's a Jetsons um, scenario. Hopefully they they have protection around it so that way there ain't no hackers is gonna hack it. They like yo we controlling a hundred people until y'all send us this money. <laughs> that joke would be wild. That would be crazy. <laughs> wow. All right, super cool. All right, so uh, next one. All right, so Ford's vision for package delivery is a robot that folds up in the back of a self-driving car, and this comes via uh, the Verge article. All right, so in Ford's reimagining, um, they have a robot called Digit that will be bundled into the back of a self-driving car. When the car reaches its destination, the trunk pops open. The Digit unfolds itself in a manner unnervingly similar to the droid army in Star Wars, <laughs> uh, the, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. robot can then complete the last crucial step of the delivery, actually picking up the parcel and dropping it on your doorstep. No humans required. To be clear, Ford currently has no firm roadmap for creating a fully functioning delivery service. Basically, their product team ain't, decide, <laughs> ain't, ain't figured out when that's going to be out. Uh, yeah. But it's not alone in exploring the space. Both Amazon and FedEx, of course, all of them are on it. So this is actually like a quick, a little quick, quick glimpse of it, of it getting out the uh, out the vehicle. So I, I've watched it, I've watched the, uh, the the video, and if you want, I'll send you the link later so yeah, you actually so. you actually can see it. Uh, but yeah, so basically, it's, it's a robot. So so one, we have a self driving car to so remove a delivery driver, and two, we have the uh, the robot that comes out that actually takes it and takes it up. Because one thing that a lot of people don't know is that when it comes to like a lot of these robots. It's really hard for them to create a robot that can do everything a human can do. So each robot has to be specific 
to a certain function, which shows how unique we are with how versatile of what all we can do. But what do you think? Is this the Jetsons or is this Terminator? I don't like this one. <laughs> I don't like this term Terminator. <laughs> Final answer. Nah, nah, I don't like this one. I don't know yeah, why. Not, you don't know why? Uh, well, the stuff, you know, now if you're going to self-drive me to, you know, what I'm doing, that's yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah. that's cool, but the robot, like. I was just showing up my doorstep. Yeah, and that's I ain't, you know, them shoes that this robot had on, them <laughs> shoes was kind of crazy. Them feet was. What are those? He gonna yeah, say, them feet was kind of nuts. He going to open the door and look at the robot and say, what are those? I'm saying, <laughs> like. Did yeah. a robot? That's why the that's why the robot to turn the Terminator. Listen, you're gonna offend him. He's gonna be like, you know what, bro? We tired of y'all roasting us. Listen, yeah, that's, that's I don't like that one. That's, I don't know why. Uh, I say Jetsons. And I'm, I'm gonna say this. This while this is gonna be a petty reason, but it's I'm being very real though. Bro, I've look. Sh shouts out to y'all who, who are delivery drivers that do your job. And that's you, fair. You know, shouts out to y'all. But for the rest of y'all. <laughs> Man, living here, one of my biggest frustrations oh, yeah. oh, was staying yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Man, the delivery people, man. Not not all of them, but many of them, like, they, you know, they'll call 6 in the morning. Hey, I'm having trouble getting up. And I'm like, yo, you have the instructions. Use the call box thing. And then they will literally, basically, sometimes you run into stuff with delivery drivers where it's, it's the human error. And some of them are overworked, you know, especially with certain companies. I'm about to shade, you know, companies on here, but certain companies definitely overwork their people. And you can tell they're overworking them, and the plan is for them to get rid of them and eventually replace them with what we're, like, we just saw. It listed one of the companies here. I ain't going to say their names, but it listed one of the companies. Nevertheless, as a consumer, I'm like, yo. Yeah. I've had delivery people lie. I've had them, like, oh, I delivered it, and they didn't deliver it. I've, I've, I had a delivery person show up somewhere to deliver something, and then I was like, oh. I was like, oh, it's supposed to be here. They said, oh, you put this. I said, oh, that's my bad. And um, they said, oh, it's cool. They said, I'll, I'll wait here for you. Bro, I had to. I drove 50 minutes when I got there, was blowing them up, looked at the thing. They had just hit that they canceled. Didn't even call me. I gave them my number and everything. That junk had me sick. That's crazy. Sick. So I was like, man, when I saw this, I was like, yo, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah, that's real. So I say Jetsons. Yeah, that it must probably take a it just yeah a certain I don't even know certain type of person to like you know be on your job like on that and like you said people be overworked yeah. and all that good stuff so yeah that makes sense. I do believe it's again it's an opportunity. So one I know people you know it's like yo a lot of jobs are gonna be lost, but it's like again this also provides opportunity you know with like the 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 space that we're in this provides opportunity for people to consider it. You know, it kind of makes things like the Willy Wonka thing, or not, yeah, Willy Wonka, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where his dad lost his job to some bot, but it's like later on, he was like, oh, I got a better job repairing that bot now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's how I see the tech space, where it's like, that's good. You know, it's, it's removing opportunities, but it, it's also presenting better ones if you're willing to step up to the to the uh, occasion. That is a really good point. Yeah, so, uh, bro, but... um. Got a lot of questions for you, um, questions that uh, people uh, sent in. It was tough finding uh, the best one. So uh, for everyone who submitted questions, uh, my apologies if yours does not get brought up. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to it. All right, so uh, first question, what tips do you have for people who want to get promoted quickly? Find a need in your company. Find, find a need, like a problem area that the business has not figured out. You know what I'm saying? They they know you know it's a problem, 
other people know it's a problem, mm-hmm. but maybe the business doesn't have a person there to do it yet, Ooh. or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you start go solving that problem. And then, you know, like, then, like, people are like, oh, dang, this person is woo-woo-woo. Like, yeah. I see, you know, like, or whatever it is, like, document what you did. Like, present it. Because mm-hmm. really, another thing about promotion is actually about visibility. Yeah. Because you could be doing good work, but if that was my problem. Mm-hmm. I was doing good work, yeah. but nobody knew what I was doing. Bro, that's so far. Like, you touching on both of those components, because one of the complaints I see from a lot of people online, and sometimes they're joking, sometimes they're serious, is they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing all that work. I'm not getting paid for that. I'm not doing that. I, I see that all the time. And my heart is like, bro, like, that's wild. That's wild you think that way. But, but nevertheless, people's rebuttal is that they're like, oh, I've done a bunch of work. And wasn't acknowledged for it or yeah. didn't do anything. That's so fair. you're saying you're saying do the work, but also make sure like how, how does someone make sure that they're being seen? That's visible? Yeah, visible, yeah. Yeah, visibility is big. I would say when you're on whatever the like the forums that your team meets, mm-hmm. make sure your manager knows. Make sure mm-hmm. make sure people wherever the space you're solving the problem for you're you're like you're serving somebody when you're solving that problem even if it just isn't for your team it could be you can go serve it for do something for somebody else that person they're going to be grateful you know what i'm saying and have that person champion what you did you know what i'm saying or whatever it is and so it's about yeah it's about i'm telling you that is what it is like it's literally about finding those problem spots and those problem areas Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because one big thing in my current role is like I'm really I'm actually the product manager for our API. Okay. You know, and so it's really technical. A lot of people who are in the product organization, they don't know about APIs. Yeah. They don't know how they work. They don't know what it is. And so I was like the API person. And how wouldn't just solve problems across the I got on I hope I help people close deals. I hope people do all types oh, of stuff. You is in your bag. Yeah. And so then like it's like, yeah, that that boy John, like, he yeah. know what he's talking about. He tapped in, like he gonna come save your call. Like, That's have you called John? Have look. you talked to him? Like, like other like customer service, customer success managers and stuff in this in like in our company, they be like, oh, I have a customer with an API problem. They be like, oh, have you talked to John? You I know, love that. and so it's, it really is like finding those spaces. Like, and sometimes that might require you doing some extra work for yeah. a season. You know, but if you want to get promoted there, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can go, you can go, you know. Pack up your stuff and ride out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can always do that. Yeah, but when you had a good company and they treating you good, and it's like, yo, there's more money here. I just gotta, bro. That's such a that's such a fire tip you just gave. That's yeah. fine. yo. That 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 alone is like enough. Just that tip alone is just enough uh, for the uh, the whole conversation, dude. Oh man, let's let's get to another one. All right, so uh, what soft skills are needed for a product? Soft skills. Um. I would say you you really low key you really need to be a good listener. Okay. Yeah, like for real, like that. I would say that's like one of the main things that you need to be really really good at mm-hmm. is being like I would say yeah you need to be a really really good listener and you need to be able to ask really really good questions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the technical stuff is fine, you know, but you need to really be able to ask good questions and listen really really well because there's always. You know, you really have to see like, because a lot of times you think product is just about, oh, I'm going to go do this thing that you told me to do. Like somebody's like, I need a button right here that does this. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Well, actually, I'm trying to blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, 
So you're just like, so the real problem is actually this. Yeah. But in your mind, what we have, you think the solution is here when it's yeah. actually there. You know, so actually we need to be fixing this problem. Mm-hmm. And so like being a good listener and being able to ask good questions are really big keys. That that definitely overlaps a lot with uh with being a, a sales engineer because obviously we, we we're not creating anything, but when customers whenever they saying oh we're interested in a company you know if your product or your 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 technology could do this 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 and this and it's important where it's like yo we have to ask the why like okay okay even if it's something where we're like we can't do that it's like wait why do you need that why do you need that because many times they don't know what they don't know so they think they need this thing but then sometimes we can show them like oh we don't do that but we don't do that because that's outdated and we actually have a feature that replaces that times 10. And they're yeah. like, so wow. So knowing the why is is wildly important. I see some overlap uh, in our in our um, jobs. So are you, you spoke to the, all right, good. So that person got their question answered. All right, so um, what errors and pitfalls should someone avoid when working in tech? Who? Um... It's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I would say some of the biggest things that I see um, people doing, I think, and this is really probably just like a job thing in general, is like not being solution-oriented like or being negative. Like when you're really, really negative or like you're not solution-oriented and how can we solve this problem or, you know, instead of just keep pointing at the thing, like how can we fix that? How can we figure it out? You know, because yeah, instead of being like, "Ah, oh, that's stupid. That's this. That's that." Yeah. And some people really have that mentality. Like, but tech literally is a is a business where it's about solving problems. Yeah. And so you don't want to be the person on your team on the call, all the things who is negative. Yeah. I would say another thing is like being unprepared, like. Mm. Do not show up like to meetings. Don't show up to anything, and you you're unprepared. Like you haven't looked at anything. You ain't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being unprepared, like, is really one of those things. You cannot just vibe it out. Like you know, like no, <laughs> that red. You know, I'm like, do not be unprepared. Man, that that I think that that says a lot. One one of the things I see a lot um is is people. People trying to get in tech and they hit me up. They're like, "Oh, he gives them too, cause that." And and I'm like, "Well, I'm like, y'all have FAQs. Have you checked out my FAQs?" They're like, "Well, no, I haven't." And I'm like, "Well, they're there." And they're like, "Well, yeah, could you answer this type of thing?" And it's just like, I'm like, "Man," and I try to tell them like, "Yo, like that mentality." I'm like, "I'm like, I can answer your question." But that mentality is what's going to keep you from either getting in this space or you're not going to thrive in this space. Like, you have to fix that thing right you there. You have to fix that mentality. Like, oh, I'm going to just come to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, read it. Go look into it. Like, go yeah. figure it out. Like, you know, and I feel like, yeah, being so, like, be solution oriented. Like, mm-hmm. you know, create an opinion about whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a big that's a big issue for like that I see. Like it's a huge pitfall. It's like being unprepared, you know, in the way you show up at work, you know, and then of course you're, you're not being solution oriented. And so, bro, so what's what's next with John Wood? Like, bro, what's next? Like, do you have uh, you know, and we ain't gonna say like, do you have any plans to check out another company or anything like that? Like, like, do you have plans of like 
are you trying to move up at your company? Are you good where you're at right now? You're cool where you're at. Uh, but also outside of your company, when it comes to Black Forever, like what's next with Black Forever? Like what are you trying to work on right now? That's great. I still am trying oh, to. Oh, and also, y'all, this is a Black Forever <laughs> merch right here. Yes, and, sir. Uh, and also, you know, check check in the description, all of that. We'll make sure to uh, leave a link for the website. Check out their merch. All of that, is, that. is definitely dope. Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. I think right now my focus is like crafting myself as a leader. You know what I'm saying? And we have very, very strong product leadership at my job. And, like, I really want to continue to kind of sit under those leaders and, like, learn. You know what I'm saying? And be, like, you know, cultivated and molded by that leadership while I'm there. And so that's definitely, like, the goal today. Like, yeah, do I want to go? Do I probably want to move up? Yeah, I can definitely see myself doing that. Like, having a larger team, you know, um, being able to really, you know, promote people you know, yeah. really see, you know, push other people. Cause are, are you in a position to hire people? Like, Oh yeah. I okay. hired somebody. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, hired a black woman on my yeah. team. And so that was really nice, really dope to do. Yeah. You know? And so being able to do things like that is yeah. like, how do I, cause like now it's like, okay, I've made, I made money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm seeing what that looks like. How do I now start impacting other people's yeah. lives? You know, it's like that. That's what you want to move. Like how I desire yeah. to move up. Bro, one of my most depressed uh, times of my life, it didn't last long, but it was actually after I got into tech. And I wasn't making a, a bunch, a bunch of money, but it was literally when I was just making like about 100000 And I remember going to, the, I remember waking up, going to the gym, and I, I, I felt like, okay, I have enough where I could kind of do it. And I, man, it made life feel so pointless. Mm-hmm. I was like, Yo, and that's the moment I realized, even though I knew I wasn't making big money, that was the moment I realized, like, bro, just making a lot of money for the sake of making money to live a comfortable life, I was like, yo, that's so depressing. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yo, God, it has to be more than this. So I I became very happy to be like, yo, something to help people and give back to people type of thing. So I I love that you let you use, because I I don't know, know, I ain't pocket watching but it's like I, you know, look, look y'all, y'all could look up, look on Glassdoor to look at what a manager of product management in tech like is, you know, kind of the median, whatever type of thing. But um, yeah, man. So 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 you're saying like, so so, so I kind of took took your thunder. What yeah. you're going in on. So on that right there, like in business, like for my job, like yeah, I would probably stay here. Yeah. You know, a little bit longer. Like I'm really interested. Because you're in like seeing. you're like yeah, I might move up, whatever. But it's like yo. More money at this point for you is like okay, right? That's not necessarily the goal. Yeah, but I just want to continue to like make impact. Like, how yeah. can I impact the people like that work with me? Like, how do I? How can I grow as a leader and grow other leaders? Yeah. Like, how can I do that? And the same with the business. Like, I feel like the business we we need to make some more money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we definitely got to continue to figure out how can we scale the business. Like. Oh, you, bro, know. you in there yeah. when, when you at a company and you're really thinking like how can i help this company oh bruh. Yeah. Not, yeah. And, and and that's why that's why they see so much value in you and i think a lot of people don't get that because many of us including myself just think so much like what can i get from the company instead of thinking like man no how can i really help this company move better mm-hmm. and like it's a different and people know who like the people who think like that too yeah. like you can see you can see it and so yeah and for yeah for black forever it's about, you know, scaling that business up so we can figure out, you know, how can we 
use, you know, how can we make, because really, like, I want to continue to, like, I want my me, my, my business partners, I want us to be able to, like, maybe walk away from Black Forever one day, and we got, we got bread, mm, bread. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, let's, I'm like, that's always what I'm talking about, bro. Let's grow this business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could probably sell the business or whatever we're going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, do we want to be making merch when we 40? Probably not. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? That's probably not what we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. But can we, like, go all in yeah. for a few years and figure out, okay, we go sell the business to whatever, whoever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there are always going to be bigger players in, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in the you know in the space of clothing or whatever. But the concept of the brand just makes so much sense. Yeah. Somebody's going to see it and be like, "Oh, I would buy that. Yeah, yeah I would buy that. I would buy that buy that brand for yeah. a couple mil or whatever yeah. it is." You know, as a business owners, we walk away. We got bread in our pocket, and we go figure out what we're gonna go do next. Man, that's a whole that's a whole another like show right there, just to talk about because that's something I, I've never. I'm like, man, like that makes sense to because so many people think about starting something and they're just thinking about. Oh, I just want to keep this thing forever, forever, and no. ever. And one of the things I've noticed about being in this space is that most most tech tech companies I've seen startups, their end goal is to get bought. It's to get bought. It's to get acquired. Yeah. And it's like I'm like yo, and it's like I'm like yo. That's and it sounds crazy, but it's like the more you look at it, it's like makes sense. Yo, that makes perfect sense because it's like. Because first off, so many headaches. Like if you build something up to where like now you're enterprise, you know, you have over a thousand employees, like all the stuff you have to deal with, the the, the PR stuff, just everything. The the just It's so much that goes into it. even things that I don't even know about from my vantage point. But I'm like, yo, it's such a huge headache. And it's like, yo, the idea of being selling yourself for we're, we're talking to software companies. They're, they're getting sold for hundreds of millions, billions of dollars. And it's like that's a big payday. That's a payday. So it makes sense that many of them want to, especially their investors, mm-hmm. eventually want to, you know, uh, want to either go public or, or get bought or something like that. Yeah. So that's my goal. Like, yeah. how can we do it? Make a whole bunch of bread, and we be like, okay, now I'm about to go into real estate. I'm about to go buy houses. Did you think that way before? Like, like, no. do, do you think? Do you think working in tech? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. changed my mindset. Yeah. Like, how? Like, how did it? Like, what did it teach you or show you? Yeah, I think it just showed me like, I don't. I feel like you, you really like starting looking like, okay, what are we? What are you really, really working for? That uh, I think Jay Z had a quote that he was like when he was talking about ownership and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, you own the business, but he was like, what he said he was like, um, I forgot. He was basically talking about like basically, yeah, you own it, but. Uh, on it zero dollars is still zero dollars like yeah you <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah bro, jay-z got yeah he got bars. he got bit bro he's quoted so much in business it's really crazy it's like a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent of zero dollars is still zero dollars <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you know uh being black forever being a hundred percent owned by us whatever we got in our account yeah. right now is still just that yeah you know what i'm saying like so we need to go figure that out you know, and yeah. so yeah, that's really my goal. Like, yeah. I know he, he sold title, so that's probably what he, he was like, you know, because I know he was title was doing well. It wasn't; it was doing better than most other streaming platforms aside for Spotify and Apple Music. But still, that makes sense. Where he's like, all right, this is just it's at this point. Let me go ahead and sell it. Correct, correct. And so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, how can we do that with this brand? Like, how can we then go sell it? 
That's fire. Yeah. We, yeah. we need to restart the renaissance, <laughs> grow it, and then sell it to Eventbrite. <laughs> hey, listen, like, it's crazy. Like, the conceptually of, like, what, what you know, what you're building and somebody who sees that. Because yeah. what people are doing is, is what my company does. Because they bought a company when I first, right after I got there, right before yeah. I got there. And they said, hey, hmm, we're so-and-so. We need more market share or we need to solve this problem. Yeah. It would take us three, four, five years to go build a product that could solve that problem. Oh, snap. They're already doing it. Yeah. Let's go buy them. And that's the way. And they I, only do that. Thing. Yeah. And they only so, do that yeah. thing. And same thing is like who sees what we're doing, you know what I'm saying, for Atlanta, for Black Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? That, you you know, crafting ourselves, our unique value proposition or whatever as a business. So whoever wants to go and speak to black Atlanta natives yes. and they say, oh, these folks already got these brand, you know what I'm saying? These trademarks, these, you know, quotes, these whatever, these designs. Let's just go buy those. <laughs> Man, that makes so much sense. I was uh, listening to this dude who he, he uh. He he booked some time with Grant Cardone. He literally paid something like two hundred thousand dollars. It might have been more than that. How much he paid? But he literally booked the time just so he could make a YouTube video and share for free everything Grant Cardone taught him. He does this with a lot of rich people because he's super rich. He has a hundred million dollar business. Okay, he'll literally give them a few hundred thousand dollars, ask them questions, and he'll make a YouTube video and just share everything. They and he, it really be it's really gems. And one of the things he was talking Sheesh. to with Grant Cardone is uh, talking about diversifying his business to where he's able to reach other uh demographics uh whether we're talking uh different um like like ethnicity yeah. genders whatever and Grant Cardone shared with him he was like yo he's like you know he was like you're your own avatar basically it's like you know you can try to sell to another market yourself but it's only so far you can bend and he was he was like yo i just i i find people who are doing what i'm doing but for a different demographic and they're not at my level, but they're doing great. And I'm like, yo, like let's partner together. Like I'll, I'll, I'll buy you out, or we'll, we'll find some kind of way to loop you in. We'll do, we'll do, we'll. And it's like, you'll win, we'll win. You're still able to to capture your audience, but now we've now added that into like our framework of business. And so, I, I was able, to, I was able to hear that from that angle, and it, it didn't really tie together to me until now. Where it's like, yo, companies, it makes sense why why they would do that. Where it's like, yo, they could, like, even just an example you gave. It's like, okay, instead of them trying to build out a product or instead of them trying to figure out how do we capture this audience. Oh, one of our smaller competitors already has that. They have a gridlock on that audience. Let's go to them, offer them a big deal to buy out or, or work something something out. And it's like, yo, that's fire. Yeah. Bro, you're dropping real. some gems, bro. <laughs> like, that's literally like, so like my encouragement to people who are, you know, trying to start a business or whatever it is, start, you know, you know, yeah, the business is your baby, but what is that? Is there an exit strategy? Like, do you want to be working that business forever yeah. or do you want to go grow it and then figure out who you can sell it to? You take the bread, you know what I'm saying? And then you go do something else with your time and with your money, you know, yeah. you know? And so I feel like that is. Yeah, that's bro. That's a hack that a lot, man. A lot of our community does not know about. Yeah, we not, not yeah, don't even like, think about. Yeah, thing. dude, I love that so much, man. Bro, John, man, man, thanks so much for being on, man, bro. Like, 
So we talked about a lot of things. Uh, there was a lot that we didn't get uh, the time to cover. Uh, bro, definitely want to give you the floor, man, to share uh, on your heart, like anything that you want to share with the people that's on your heart, on your mind. Yeah. I think my biggest bars for folks in tech, maybe business owners, you know, is reminders. You know, I've been saying this for um, a few, like a few months, and we talk about this at my church a lot, um, is like you are not stuck. Like you are not stuck. Like you're not stuck in this position. You're not stuck at, you know, you got a business. You're not stuck at the amount of money you're making today. Yeah. You're like, if you're not in tech yet and you want to get in, you think you stuck at this job, you are not stuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just like the biggest things we talked about content. We talked about mm -hmm. what you intake, like what you need to begin to do in your life is feed yourself, you know, where you want to be. Start envisioning yourself where you want to be, you know. Feed yourself the right, that information that you need. And then you're going to have to start changing your mindset, you know, yeah. about how you see life and how you see what's available to you. Because a lot of times we don't go after stuff because we think it's too good for us. Yeah. Like man, we think real. we can't obtain it. We don't think we're smart enough or we're capable enough or whatever it is. Yeah. And so my, you know, my big thing is like, you know, what wisdom do you lack? What information do you lack? That's why they talk about knowledge being power. Because, you know, a lot of times you just don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I was in professional services at my first, the first company I worked at. And it wasn't until they got a product owner who came to our team. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you do? And she's like, yeah, I'm a product owner or whatever. And I worked with her. And I was like, I like your job. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. You yeah. know, and she was like, oh, yeah, you would be a great product owner. Dang. And then I found the job and I got out of professional services That's because I didn't want to be on the phone at night doing customer stuff at 9, 10, 11 o'clock yeah. at night. And I didn't want to do that. And it was all from knowledge, all from you being exposed Exposure. to it. That's I'm not stuck here. You yeah. know, I just don't have the right information, you know, or wisdom or I'm not the discipline. You know, to apply what I've learned and what I've seen in order to get me to the next step in the next level. And so my biggest like reminder to people, you know, wherever you are, if you feel stuck, you are not. Man, I love that. You are not stuck. I love that. So, man, bro, where can people find you? Where's the best place for people to find you to see you sharing knowledge, content, anything like that? Yeah, for sure. So definitely check out you and see me talk. Um, because <laughs> I do be on, I do be on Instagram talking. <laughs> I'll be on no, he be dropping gems. Though. Like y'all, I know y'all enjoyed the gems. He be dropping gems. Yeah, tap in with me on Instagram. Um, poet John Wood. That's P O E T J O H N W O O D on Instagram. Um, you can't feel free if you're trying to get in tech. You want to ask me like product questions. Check me out on LinkedIn. John Wood also on LinkedIn. You know as well. Um, if you're a business owner and you're trying to, you know, like run a brand, you know, or you maybe you're from Atlanta, and you want some product, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know uh, check me out, check me out on Instagram as well. But I do run a brand. It's called Black Forever. Mm -hmm. It's spelled B-L-K-F-R-V-R. -R. Um, it is an Atlanta brand, you know, for Atlanta enthusiasts, so people who love the city of Atlanta. And if, you know, you love Atlanta or you just want to see what we got going on, yeah. check us out. B-L-K-F-R-V-R. -R on Instagram, blkfrvr.com. Yeah, make sure y'all check out the description, show notes. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll have Black Forever um, in there for y'all. John, bro, man, dude. Bro, I'm, I'm me, so bro. proud of you, I'm man. proud of you, bro. Bruh. I was talking to my sister outside. She called me, and I was like, I'm at Cyrus' house, and I, you know, I'm doing woo-woo-woo. Yeah. And she was like, uh, I was like, um, she was like, oh, man, she was like, that's so dope. You know, Cyrus is so creative. 
you know, like I don't know if he, you know, saw himself, you know, being in tech. I was I like, but it, yeah. yeah, but I was like, I was like, I don't know if he did either, but yeah, like he, you know, it's amazing what he what he's doing. It's it's super dope. I'm proud of you, bro. Man, thanks, man, dude. Ah, bro, I love it so much, dude. Man. Yeah, it's, it's fire, dude, bro. So happy you could be a guest on here, man. Man, it means a lot. Uh, one of the things that we do plan on doing, uh, we're gonna do this. Uh, Quarterly, we're gonna uh, work up to to having events, having um, Texas New Black um, events. Oh yeah, it's hard. Uh, that'll be. We're gonna try to work with uh, hiring managers, recruiters, and certain tech companies, and also like you know cultivate our community uh, people who either have done boot camps programs, they've gone to college, or, or you know done whatever to kind of come through. But also it, you know so it'd be a, a tech event, but also have artists and things like that as well. Oh yeah. Uh, so so that's something we're gonna um, work work our way up to. Uh, and yeah, man, definitely will um, we'll hit you up to, you know, yeah, for you to come, whether it's just, just to come to enjoy yourself, all of that, or, or even if it's like to perform and kill it. So yeah, however, yeah. however, I, you know, anything, especially I do like, I feel like I'm finally kind of reaching that point of a success in tech where I've seen, I know a lot without, you know, I really like, however game people want or need that I can offer, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I definitely want to be a part of it. That'd be fire, man. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Look, man. Thank y'all for uh for tuning in to this episode of Tech Is the New Black. Look, y'all. Make sure y'all follow uh, John Wood. Make sure y'all check out Black Forever. All that good stuff. He shares a lot of amazing gems on his uh, his Instagram uh, channel. A lot of gems I be getting from, and I be taking notes and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, he's a really great person to follow. Also, check him out on LinkedIn. Uh, all of that good stuff. Again, I say this all the time. Don't feel like you have to like, oh, I got to work at his company and it's just his company. Like there are a lot of great uh, companies in this space, in this industry. Uh, that's part of the purpose of bringing different amazing guests on like John to show you what's happening in some of these companies or within certain uh, fields of work or sub industries within tech. Uh, so kind of take take that to heart. Uh, but I'll see y'all. We'll see y'all on the next episode.